One of the sentiments I hear most often is, it's more expensive to eat healthy. While this can definitely be true depending on where you're shopping and what you're buying, I really do believe that it does not have to be. It actually can be extremely affordable and satisfying to eat nutritious foods. Today I'm showing you my own budget-conscious grocery shopping tips. Here we go. Hey there. Welcome to Be Well With Steph, the podcast, the show for women who know that personal wellness can be an actively pursued goal and who are ready to tackle building healthier daily habits with a little bit of good humor, a little bit of grace, and a lot of coffee. I'm Steph Jenko, your holistic nutrition coach and your host, and I'm here to help empower you to create and maintain a healthy lifestyle you love, a lifestyle that gives you the strength, energy, and confidence to go after your wildest dreams. If you think that healthy eating is a little bit pricey, it's probably due to one of these five reasons that I'm about to share with you. So I'm going to walk through the most common reasons that your grocery bill starts to add up and then what I think good alternatives are for that. And then I'll share with you a little bit more specifically what I'm actually shopping for during the week. Okay, reasons that it gets pricey. Number one, you shop at an expensive store. All grocery store prices are not equal. And if I ask my mother, she can tell me what the price of grapes is at the six grocery stores in our area right now. She's a smart consumer. So prices are different at different stores. And some grocery stores are just naturally pricier than other ones. It's okay to choose a less expensive or less high-end grocery store if it fits in your budgetary needs. The produce is probably really similar, but the price can be really different. So take a look at the stores in your area. I'm a big Aldi shopper. I do most of my shopping there. If you have an Aldi in your area, that can be really cost-effective. I'm also not afraid to shop at local smaller stores like, say, Save-A-Lot if you have one of those near you. The produce, again, is really similar from place to place, but the price varies. And a less elite grocery store does not make you any less healthy. Second reason it might be getting pricey is that you're trying to buy all fresh produce and fresh products. And yes, that can sometimes add up really quickly. There are alternatives to that. Frozen produce, just as nutritious and sometimes even more nutritious as fresh produce. Think about the fact that if you're buying something fresh and out of season, it has had a long journey from when it's been picked on its farm to when it has arrived at your grocery store to when it has arrived at your house. That's been a long journey. How fresh is that product really? When out-of-season produce is picked fresh and then immediately frozen to hit the grocery stores, it's probably fresher by the time it gets to you. More of its nutrients have actually been preserved than something that has had a long traveling journey something to consider. It's perfectly reasonable to stock up on frozen fruits and vegetables, frozen grains and beans, canned products, even though sometimes get a bad rap for having higher sodium content or maybe losing some nutrient content as they've been sitting there. It's still better to eat canned vegetables than it is to eat no vegetables or fewer vegetables, right? So you don't need to emphasize buying everything fresh. 
Third reason this might be racking up for you is if you are trying to buy all organic food. I'm interested to hear your comments and discussion following this because there are a lot of people that are still really committed to buying fully organic produce. I'm going to say the same thing about organic produce that I said about frozen produce. It's better to eat non-organic produce and eat more fruits and vegetables than it is to limit the fruits and vegetables that you buy because you're afraid of buying non-organic. There is no research that will show us that non-organic food is more nutritious than organic. There's no nutritional benefit to eating organic. Uh, Usually it has to do, mostly what people are concerned about is things like pesticides. The research does show that we have to consume a lot of products, like pounds and pounds of berries a day, in order for the pesticide levels that we actually are consuming to become unhealthy. There are also many ways that you can wash and treat your produce in advance, and we can always chat more about organic versus non-organic in a different episode. But for now, I want to say that if you are trying to be budget conscious, you can skip the organic labels and just focus on buying more fruits and vegetables. Fourth reason this is getting pricey for you is if you are buying specialty health foods. Things that are packaged as health foods, think about your protein bars or your specialty um, healthy crackers, or high protein this, that, or the other thing, if it's got a low-carb label on it, you're paying for the packaging, the labeling, the branding, the supposed health benefits. In reality, you're paying for a more highly processed food item. It doesn't need to have some sort of health label or health product affiliation or fitness company affiliation in order for it to be a nutritious product for you, but you will pay for it and it'll stack up really, really quickly. When I stopped buying protein bars and really any kind of bar in general, I saw a dramatic decrease in my budget just from that item. So something to consider. Are you buying products that are branded as health foods or are you just buying whole healthy foods? Last reason is that you might be buying more prepared foods. And that's fine. If prepared foods fit in your budget and they are important to the convenience and the flow of your week, go for it. But it could be, um, I know that when I go to Trader Joe's and I stock up on more uh, prepared convenience foods that I love and do make my life easier, that's a bigger grocery bill than when I go to Aldi and I buy Whole Foods staples, right? So it can be okay, but if you're thinking that in order to eat a healthy diet, I need to be buying these specialty health items or these types of prepared, pre-cut, pre-made foods, you know, if I have to buy a cauliflower crust to be healthy, but that's an $8 cauliflower crust, that might not fit into the lifestyle pattern I'm trying to develop right now, and that might be okay right now. So if you are feeling like you can make a conscious choice about the store you're shopping at and kind of do some price checks on yourself that you're able to expand your idea of what kind of produce you can buy, including fresh but also frozen, canned, non-organic, and that you're willing to limit your labeled health products or specialty prepared products, then grocery shopping can be super, super affordable. I'm going to link in the show notes here my whole food plant-based shopping guide. It's a really simple guide that walks you through different departments of the grocery store and points out what 
whole plant foods are in each section that you might look for for your weekly shopping. I hope that you find that helpful. You can let me know what you think. I don't buy all of the items every time. And obviously my list that I'm about to share with you for what's on my weekly shopping list varies from week to week. I do try to buy a lot in bulk, buy my grains in bulk, that sort of thing. I do try to keep frozen fruits and vegetables in the freezer and sometimes those last longer. So that cuts costs down on a weekly basis. I usually do a full big shop really only every few weeks with those bigger bulk items and household items. And then I replace each week as needed with fresh produce, um, maybe bread, milk, those sorts of things, right? Things that we consume a little bit more quickly and that need to stay fresher. But for the most part, I'm able to buy things in bigger quantities that reduce the cost. Okay, let's dive into what's on my list. It's five again. I don't know why I always think in fives, but here we are. So these are the five categories of things that are on my, my regular shopping lists. The first one being whole grains. Whole grains make a great base of any meal. They are high in fiber. They're high in protein. They're super satisfying. So I keep a stock of grains on hand. And again, this might not be something that I need to buy every week. For example, if I buy a canister of rolled oats, that's going to last me longer than the week. So rolled oats, brown rice, quinoa. Uh, I keep some whole wheat pasta or other whole grain pastas on hand. And then each week, I'll buy a whole grain bread and or pita bread or wraps. Whole grains, when you buy them in big bags, just like this, just the straight up grain, are really, really budget friendly. We're talking like cents per serving. So that can be a great way to get a bulk of calories from a nutritious source in your diet, really low cost. The second thing that's always on my list is some sort of beans. How processed those beans are will impact how much they cost. So what I mean by that is if I buy dry, bagged, uncooked beans, super, super cheap per serving, and I can soak them and cook them, and that's really a nutritious way to do that, I usually take the shortcut and buy canned beans, just one of the shortcuts I've decided to take to make my life a little bit more convenient. I will cook them from scratch on occasion, but for the most part, I'm using canned. I find it easier to buy them in bulk. So I might buy a really giant can of chickpeas, which is kind of hilarious, but my dog Cha-Cha eats them too, okay? So I buy enormous cans of chickpeas or I buy them by the case. Any kind of bean like that, black bean, pinto beans, chickpeas, etc. Frozen edamame is one of my favorite go-to bean options. Again, it lasts for a long time. So you can because you can keep it in the freezer. Same with tofu and tempeh. They last a long time in the refrigerator, really long shelf life. So if you are being a smart consumer and you can buy these things when they're on sale or when you catch them at the store at a good price, you can stock up a little bit because you'll get a little bit of mileage out of them. But again, beans are really good bang for your buck. These really simple rice and bean type based diets and based meals are what some of the um really the poorest regions in the world are eating. And surprisingly, some of the poorest regions in the world are actually some of the healthiest. And we can talk about that in another episode. Check out the blue zones if you want to. We can talk about that in another episode or the, or the China study. I'm just going to throw some stuff at you. See, see what you like here. But 
If you can be getting a bulk of your calories from those uh, whole grain and bean sources, it's going to keep it really low cost. The third thing that's always on my shopping list is some kind of nuts or seeds. I eat peanut butter. You can eat almond butter if you want to. I don't see the nutritional benefits of almond butter being so much better than peanut butter that I need to pay four times the price for it, right? So I buy peanut butter, natural, nothing added, um, either at Aldi or Trader Joe's. For me, it's a good price. So always have peanut butter on hand. Um, and then also tahini. Tahini can be a little bit more expensive, but just use it in moderation. And it's something that I use to make uh, sauces and dressings often that gives a really rich, creamy flavor, healthy fats. Tahini, if you're not familiar, is made out of ground sesame seeds, just like peanut butter is made out of ground peanuts. And tahini can be really satisfying with all those healthy fats, help you to absorb the nutrients in your fruits and vegetables, um, but also to keep you full. So I usually have that kicking around. And then some kind of seed or nuts otherwise. Maybe sunflower seeds or almonds, always chia seed and ground flax seed. And again, buy those in bigger quantities and I keep them in the refrigerator and they'll last a little bit longer. Or I like to keep cashews because I can soak cashews and make those again into a sauce or a dressing or a dip or something. If you are worried about nuts and seeds being more on the expensive side, I would caution you that Nuts are often framed as, as a snack. And if you are grabbing a handful of nuts and eating them as a snack, you're going to consume them a lot, lot faster. I prefer to look at nuts and seeds more as like a condiment or a topping or a dressing, and then you get a lot more mileage out of them and it becomes more cost effective. Okay, fourth thing, fruit. This can also be one that drives your bill up, especially, you know, they say it's so important to eat berries regularly, so high in antioxidants, they're so good for you. Berries can be really expensive, right? I choose to buy most of my berries frozen, again, unless I hit a good sale, but then I know that they'll last. I won't have any waste if they're frozen because they won't be going bad at the bottom of the container and they're just a little bit cheaper to begin with. So I buy frozen berries and then I stick with staples for fruit that are pretty standard um, bananas, apples, oranges, again, things that you can get more shelf life out of and that are a little bit cheaper to begin with. You can mix and match fruit however you like, whatever's on sale, whatever your preferences are. Remember too that from a scientific standpoint, things like tomatoes, cucumbers, zucchini, peppers, those are all actually fruits. So even though in the kitchen, we use them a little differently and our taste buds might think of them differently. If we're just including a variety of these things on a regular basis, we are also getting a variety of nutrients. And then the last thing, of course, is vegetables. I buy assorted frozen at all times are in my freezer. So it might be peas, corn, green beans, broccoli, cauliflower, so many ways to use them frozen in stir fries, steamed, thawed and in salads, put into smoothies, cooked into your other dishes, added to soups. There's so many ways that you can use frozen vegetables that aren't just microwaved or something, right? So they can be really, really delicious and so much cheaper and they're not going to go bad. So I'm not going to toss them from the bottom of my produce drawer on garbage day, right? They're going to stick around for a while and then um, that's going to save my budget too. The things that I buy fresh might be 
potatoes, sweet potatoes, squash, but those last for a little bit of time too. So that's something you can also stock up when the price is right. And then the things that I buy fresh are usually only greens, spinach or arugula or lettuce greens, coleslaw mix. I always have some sort of cabbage mix on hand. It's really good for you and it's quick to add to a lot of dishes. And then I I pick one or two other things based off of either what I want to make or what's on sale that week or what has a good price, what is fresh, what's in season. So I pick just a couple of other fresh things and then incorporate those into my meals, knowing that I have that base of frozen vegetables that are going to support my meals the rest of the time. My favorite mantra with my coaching clients is, it doesn't need to be complex to be effective. I'm going to say that again for you. Maybe write it down somewhere. It doesn't need to be complex to be effective. Healthy eating can be simple, it can be quick, it can be budget-friendly, and it can still taste good. Don't forget to check the show notes to pick up my shopping guide, and hopefully this is going to make healthy eating a little bit easier and a little bit cheaper for you. Thank you so much for listening to Be Well with Steph, the podcast. When there are a million things that you could be doing, I appreciate your choosing to hang out here. And I am proud of you for continuing to work on your own wellness journey. I invite you to head over to BeWellWithStuff.com for the details from this episode, my blog, upcoming events, and lots of other resources. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love to hear from you. I'm Be Well With Stuff everywhere you like to hang out on social media, so come on over and say hi. Until next time, my friends, be well. Yeah.